right. Howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm your host, Matt King, joined with my co-host, Mike Sheffer. That's me. And guess what, guys? We're sitting on a new set. We're in our new studio. Can you believe it? How many sets have we gone through? This is now like our fourth set. I think it might be even more. We did the old house, the yes. original set with the red table, or with the red curtains. Our breakfast nook. Yeah, the breakfast nook. Then we moved into the other room at... Which was like Grandma Chic. Right, at the... Same house. Okay, but I consider that set still like the same set, even though we did move a location into... So that was number two. Okay. Which was the couch. Let's call it the couch set. Yes. But then we moved that couch set to your living room, which was technically set number four. And then we moved from the couch set in your living room to... Oh my gosh, no, this is like the sixth set. Man. Yeah. Can yeah. you believe it? That's what, that's what it takes to uh, stay in the biz. You got to keep things interesting, keep things moving. I am going to miss the desk. Or now I'm very leg conscious. You know me and my like skinny daddy long leg legs. I didn't realize my socks were going to be showing again this time. We got to <laughs> up our sock game. We got to up our shoe game. Yeah. We got to up our pants game. If there's any uh, sock sponsors that want to hit us up, we can, we can definitely include some socks. How good our... are you? How good are you at buying socks? Like, do you like that's the worst with socks when you have like so many you're like how long have I owned this pair of sock I have I'm constantly on the quest for a perfect sock and I haven't found one yet oh I know what the perfect sock is what it's the Dickies sock you think so you know Jack Cook yeah our former editor yeah he every year and I love that he does this he buys a whole brand new amount of socks for the year so he, he just fresh. always has matching socks yeah I think so like your good standard white would you call them crew socks? Yeah, the ones that go like up to your shin, basically. Yeah. Or the ones that cut off at the ankle. Uh, ones that go up to your shin. Okay. The ones yeah. that cut off at your ankle. Who's like? Do you rock like in short the summer? Socks? In the summertime, I feel like it gets so hot when you're wearing pants and socks up to here. It's like why do you why do you have dual layers here? You get sweaty shins. Yeah, but I, I think do that's get such a. Shins. But I think that's kind of a move though. You wear like the shorts, but with like a little bit of a higher sock. Like I can't pull it off. You don't think so? I well, I have to like roll it down. I don't know. But the thing I. You taught me this, which was Todd's thing, is that you want colorful socks because it's just like a little air, a little way to give a little bit of color. A little, it's like ties in the fifties. It's a statement piece. Yeah, but now I'm realizing maybe the green and the black is not. <laughs> it's not the exact. Uh, I mean, it's okay. Now, now, what about what about our our, our stances? When you sit, you you do very European style. Is this You're your, like, is this, this is a European very set? Italian uh, talk show? I think, <laughs> but like. You do the cross. Sometimes, in the, but after I've had a few drinks, or I'm really enjoying the conversation, and then it goes to classic cross. I'm glad neither of us are doing the man spread. Oh, oh, this. Yeah, that's when I see people doing that, I just feel like they've never lived in New York City or had social awareness and are just like. Especially, well, yeah, if you're touching knee to knee, that's when it's an issue. Yeah, but people do that all the time. Like, I think it's, oh, I get it, because when you're a guy, you want to just have a little bit more comfort in the. Uh, How do Carly and Aaron normally sit on our podcast? Good influences. I feel like they sometimes will even like tuck a leg underneath. I feel like Carly sometimes does the with uh, this. Oh, like the like the Princess Diana. Like you go you go down here, curve it to the side, or what's and then even do a cross. The Jiminy Glick, where he's just like going oh, he just like <laughs> that's me on uh, unfiltered because now we have this like we have that '60s style. Oh, what's the name of the type of couch? I forgot. Um, I think it starts with a T. A love seat? No, it's like a it's like a. It's a designer type seat. They're very, very popular. It's a very like trendy girl couch to have. It okay. looks like, I don't know, it almost looks like this weird kind of loaf of bread or something like that. And so you have a couch to sit on. Yeah, but I net my but where the couch like ends my legs, dude. I'm like Jiminy Glick. I have to take my <laughs> shoes off and like sit crisscross applesauce. I like that though. I feel like it's a little more comfortable when you can really lean back, relax. 
But it's always good. I like that we have the monitor now too. Previously, in every other set, we've never been able to see ourselves because we're just filming mm -hmm. ourselves directly. But we now in the new studio have a screen yeah. so we can see. We also have, if you can see behind us, Matt, speak at the same time so the autopod picks us up. Okay. So, yeah, speak at the same time I'm as me. speaking at the same time okay, as yeah, you right so we're now. showing okay. you now the widescreen angle here. We're here yep. at the same time. Because <laughs> yeah. the way we do the autopod, it shows the wide only when both of us are talking. Oh. And so that's how we're going to show our new backdrop with the hoot and a half here. Maybe we'll do a new piece of art back there. What oh, do you think? Oh, for sure. This is just like a last-minute thing we're tossing up. Um, and I also wore the merch, our, our one-off merch that we did back in... Uh, what was it, 2020, 2021? I think right about then, Mike. It's uh, highly coveted. People still ask for it. And it's. I think if you have one of these, it's pretty rare. We didn't We didn't sell that. I don't think we only did one round of it. So if you have a Hoot and Half merch, thank you for purchasing that because it was quite what a limited kind? run. One of a kind. Dude, My, I'm having this zit on the side of my neck right now. Yeah. You're, you called it out in the parking lot, and now I'm really thinking, could this be a spider bite? Uh, it, it, <laughs> have you been touching it? Uh, no, but I really do, I think, know that it's a zit. It usually happens if I, like, shave, like, too low, and then yeah. I put on some aftershave. Then you put on that facial lotion, and it just kind of, uh... Um, How much goop are you putting on your face? Not too much. I mean, I do a bit of a serum. Well, like, I have, if I shave, I put on my aftershave balm. Are you Harry's. shaving pre-shower or post-shower? Post-shower, all the time. And You're I'm doing also post shower shave. Post shower shave. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Do most people shave before they go into the shower? I don't know. I I haven't seen anyone else's sh shave and shower routine. Because but. no, because after you shave, you should apply like a balm. Why would you apply your balm and then get in the shower and then the balm's off? Well, I I would I shave, then I shower, and then I put the balm on. Okay, I guess I respect that. <laughs> I guess I do, Mike. Okay. Um, I've, the thing is, I've been shaving a lot of Equinox because they give you free razors. Oh, you're one of those? But they're like two, but it's like, you know, the cheap, 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 like razor where it's only two That's blades. That's why you're getting zits, brother. You got to invest. That's probably it. Um, but man, can you imagine if I, this is a sp spider bites, though, usually have two prongs on the top of it. There's oh, because like it's the like fangs? A, there's like a real big head to it. You've been bit by a spider before? No, but my friend got bit by a spider on his back and it was really alarming and I never forgot about it. But that'd be really cool if I got bit by a spider. No, it would not. I could get like special powers, man. No, that's, oh God. I still have never been stung by a bee, though. So you could be allergic and you don't know. I don't know. You ever did? I think by now, at 31 years old, that I probably have been stung by a bee and I just didn't know it. No, you would know. You 100% would know. Damn. Because you have to take the stinger out. I wonder if there's like, if you're allergic to a bee sting, is there something else, though, that all people who are allergic to a bee sting are also allergic to? So, it's or is it such only a great question? The bee venom? Yeah, how do you find out if you're allergic? I think what happens is you start to blow up, maybe like your lips and your body starts to like. Yeah, but if you go, I think you can get an allergy test, and then that's when they like put that big pricker grid on your back, and then they see what uh, a pricker grid. <laughs> you think I'm the first one to commission that phrase? Is that is that a, is that the? It's this medical like, terminology. A you know, it's like pricker a bed grid? of nails, but they. It's a grid, and they all have a oh, little that bit what? of, there's a bit of, you know... Uh, I thought they were doing those individually. I, well, if they're doing it individually, oh, maybe they are doing it individually. Oh, and then you they, don't know this for a fact. And no. It's, okay, you're thinking it's like a bed of nails that I, they put a little drop of something and they just smack it on your back? We should just call this podcast Jumping to Conclusions, because <laughs> that's all I'm doing here. Oh, so, okay, I thought maybe you had, like, known that this is how they do it. I don't know either. You might be right. It sounds like it could Can be... Can you imagine you accidentally drop that, like... 
Yeah, on your foot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just do it like at an off angle. I don't know why that isn't like a standard medical thing. When you go to the checkup, they should do like when you're yep. a kid, they should check everything. Because mm-hmm. I find maybe I'm allergic to some stuff and that's why I'm tired all the time and I just don't know it. Like you should. You think you're tired all the time? I'm always tired. You should start taking a multivitamin. I take so many vitamins. You don't take... When Did you just start taking a vitamin? I've been taking vitamins for probably a good two years now. You don't take Advil? I don't take Advil. There, is there any Advil in your home? No, there is. I will. I, I have taken Advil a few times. Okay. Usually it's it's to help with hangovers if I ever have them. Are you a one or a two Advil taker? Two to three. Two to three? The, the, the max is six in 24 hours, so I can take like three in the morning and then three at night. Patricia's like a two popper. I, I never did two. Oh, no. I feel like if I take one, it's like not even taking it. Oh, wow. They're, they seem so small. I also love the candy coating. You know the red ones that have like candy yeah, coating? Yeah, they are a little sweet. Why do they make them sweet? I don't know, but I, you could like suck on them for a few minutes before you swallow them. You and suck on it? Yeah, and then it gets like a little bitter and weird, and then I swallow Ooh, it. I'm going to go home and start sucking <laughs> on some Advil pills. Uh, listen, we're not a medical show here. Do not take any medical advice from us. But, but are you a big Tums guy? Sometimes, if I'm getting, I don't really get the heartburner indigestion a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what else I don't get is like stomach aches. Do you get tummy aches? Um, no, not you know, that often. I used to get tummy aches pretty often, and I used to get like trap gas like pains. But and I said this on unfiltered. Ever since I got my appendix removed, I haven't felt like sharp abdominal pains at all. Yeah, I, I mean, also you've got excess removed and i also got a wife and i think i've just been eating better at home oh interesting i i because i think when i was like living on my own i was very like eh, door dash it eat the leftovers i think yeah I've been and you were like, doing a lot of microwave stew that you you make that stew at your house it wasn't a microwave stew i cooked it like in an instant i'm saying pot. you cooked in a crock pot and then you like meal prep for the week and you're heating up like beans rice and chicken in the microwave which yeah. is probably pretty healthy it's pretty healthy no no hate on meal prepping did you watch the grammys uh yes i did actually jack coin of Trackstar on tiktok fame was in la and he called me and i was like dude come over and we watched the grammys jack coin was over yeah 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 him and uh the whole crew him and his brother and henry um that do the Trackstar show which i think you would probably do really good on track star is the yeah it's the tick is it also a youtube video or is it they just doing tiktok like no they're on youtube content. shorts tiktok and Instagram reels and they're absolutely blowing up. It's and amazing. And that's usually where they interview a guest. Sometimes if you can name the a, artist, you win five bucks. If you name the artist, you win five bucks. And either sometimes it's a person on the street or now it seems like he's been getting like famous people. Yeah, he's running into famous people on the street. Damn. I know. I'd actually, I think I'd be pretty good on that. Are some of the people like sending it in advance being like, I don't think so because people lose. Like not everyone wins every game. So I think it's, it has, I think Jack just has like playlists on his thing. And he says, what kind of music do you listen to? And then he'll find a playlist or he'll pick songs. I don't know. Would you pocket the cash or would you donate it to a charity? You have choice? to donate it. Which charity would you donate to? I don't know. I don't have like one off the top of my head. I'd probably do some research, maybe something local, because I feel like that helps the most. I've been in <laughs> I've been in the market for a good charity, I, but I've been looking for a good charity. I'm really passionate about uh, deaf kids, like um, underprivileged deaf kids, deaf kids who are born deaf and that live out in the middle of nowhere and don't have access to proper education. I met a girl who speaks fluent sign language. ASL. Yes. It was awesome. I was And ran- she speaks with her hands a lot too. Why and I, did she learn it? It was just like in middle school or high school, she had an elective and instead of doing Spanish, she did uh, sign language. And nobody's deaf in her life? Nope. Not at all. What's her job? Uh, she like works in medical something doing something for uh, physician's assistant i think she only did this when she was like younger did she study no she still knows college. how to 
I don't know, but she's still definitely really good at it. I was like asking her how to do it, and she was just right into it. I was talking to who's it, Sally Dar and Megan about this, also because I heard Moshe Kasher on someone's podcast Jason's? recently. No, it was on Jason's. It might have been on Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, anyways, he Moshe Kasher, that comedian, grew up with deaf parents. And oh, really? Yeah, he did. Okay. So he had to be like a translator for his parents, like all growing up, and that's already a very interesting position to be in life yeah. having to translate on behalf of your parents especially in like the deaf community as well because the deaf community is um it's very small but also has made so much progress over decades and decades and decades for the because for the longest time people viewed deafness as a disorder as like something wrong with you it's not just a difference in communication um, right and it's i a, took a what do you say it's not a, it's a difference not a disability is that what they say yeah it's just a di yeah, yeah it's not it's not a disability it's a difference in communication right and when i was in college also i took perspectives of deafness uh a class okay. in college and about 25 percent of the class was deaf rest were hearing we had also the translators as well and we would just learn so much about deafness and the thing that just breaks my heart is that for the there are people out there who are yeah. born deaf whose parents don't want to teach it to them. It's just this kind of like made up language yeah. that they have. They're yeah. not talking with anyone out there. And they become almost like mentally challenged from their own. Because you're uh, not communicating. Not yeah. Communicating. So I just want to find a good nonprofit. But if then you know a good deaf nonprofit, leave it in the comments below. But my, also my thing about ASL, it's like I think sometimes people learn ASL because they think it's like this like uh, – cool like thing to like, like a status like, thing yeah well it's not a status thing it's like a bit of this novelty like i want to learn asl if you're going to go learn asl go help out the community be a translator for those people it's not like you're <laughs> going to go study abroad to the land of asl people and start like communicating yeah with them. people are doing it for the status not to be a good person i i, I just do good with it and who okay. knows maybe you do learn asl and you work at a starbucks someone comes in and thank goodness you know right. how to right. do it but um, yeah, I just think if you're going to learn ASL, you, there's, you should go help and volunteer. Okay. I so where, how did we get to this topic? We got to this. Well, I asked, did you watch the Grammys? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Jack Coyne and then Trackstar and, and then donating here. the money. Okay. Yeah. So let's bring it back. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list them all and how much you're paying? Because if you would have asked us this question before we started using Rocket Money, we would have said, yeah. But let me tell you, we were wrong and we can't believe how much money we have been wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on a phone with customer service, which I hate to do. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. We love Rocket Money. Matt, you know how much we talk about it all the time. It's yep. like it's like a thing we talk about. Do you check your Rocket Money? How are you doing this month? How are you doing last month we cannot recommend it enough use our code stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash hoot that's rocketmoney.com slash hoot 
Go there, download Rocket Money, sign up for an account. That's rocketmoney.com slash hoot, rocketmoney.com slash hoot. And now, back to the episode. Oh, the reason why I think you would do really good on Trackstar is because you did that thing that you listened to every top 10 album of every year from a certain year through a certain year, right? Top 10, yeah. The I, went, I didn't really go by the Billboard top 10 because I think that's like a, a tough top 10 to go through because yeah. it's based on sales. And sometimes you're going to have to listen to like a weird yeah. comedy album from like the 60s or some... Steve Martin live in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. There's a, a bunch of those. So I went through the Rolling Stones, like best 10 albums of every year and okay did that but you know what i've gone around and i tell people i did that i think i like have stopped though in like the early 90s i haven't finished i mean it. to the fact that you, what year did you start 60 69 60 you're the one who actually told me i to know do this challenge and they say to start in the 60s because the 50s it's a little repetitive it's all the same and doo-wop and girl boy girl bands boy bands yeah. But so you did that through the 90s? I uh, know. I think I like stopped in the 90s. I okay, but so if you but did I'm... 80s and you played, do you think you, because your memory is also insane where you can remember like Disney Channel original commercials that aired one time. Could you, if I gave you 80s, could you just name the artist? Probably. I think so. Unless if they're a one hit wonder, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but I think I can identify most big artists. But you know what? They're, but sometimes like heavy rock or like good like Led Zeppelin, if you're yeah. playing me a Led Zeppelin song, I couldn't tell you it's Led Zeppelin. That's so interesting. And maybe <clears throat> Def Leppard, I couldn't identify that. Def Leppard? Is it? Isn't it Def? Oh, <laughs> bringing Def it back Leopard. around. Uh, I did watch the Grammys with Jack. It was super fun. So sick to see so many people we know win. I think it was one of the best Grammys in a very long time. It w- it felt really good. Like a nice. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It felt very of the time. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like they were trying to be cool it didn't feel like they were too much nostalgia too much of a throwback to things that like we don't really care about it felt very of the time yeah except kind of sucks noah khan didn't win best new artist i know i was really rooting for him the girl who won is incredible and fantastic Victoria Monet. yeah she's like unbelievably good i need to listen to her stuff <clears throat> but just yeah i feel like I don't know. I feel like he w- he will be back next year and win something else. Of He's course. just too of the moment. Do like, you listen to his song that he did with Sam Fender? No. Was, I have do, to. Do you, have, do you know who Sam Fender is? No. Oh, my gosh. He's this incredible artist. I'm pretty sure he's from England. Okay. Or he may be Irish. I'm pretty sure he's English. Um, he's, like a, he's like a Bruce Springsteen kind of, like a rocker. He's like good looking, great, yeah. great rock, plays the guitar. They did a collab. Kicks ass, man. I, I yeah. I uh, I wanted to go back to tummy aches. Okay, let's go back to the tummy aches. I so many people get tummy aches, especially Jewish people. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> I was, when, <laughs> go ahead. No, go. No, I I I don't want to be like I know. Yeah, I think this is true. You, well, you, like I kind of remember it now, and like there's also the thing about like hot girls get tummy aches, which is like okay. But I was talking to Brooke Averick. We went to Latte Larry's, the uh, Kirby Enthusiasm pop up that they did. At my friend uh, Derek and Val, they own the coffee shop Minotti's. There's two of them, one in Culver City and one in Venice. If you're ever there, go to Minotti's Coffee. They're the best. And Curb Enthusiasm just came out, and they're doing a collab with Minotti's to like do a pop-up shop of Latte Larry's, which was like on the show. They He had a store that was called Latte Larry's. They served coffee, whatever. It was super fucking cool, but I'm just like kind of sitting there with Brooke. We're eating a scone. We're having a coffee, and Brooke was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm like – down to go out tonight or something because I have a tummy ache. And I was like, I feel like I haven't heard someone have a tummy ache in a long time. And she's like, how? You've never had a tummy ache? And I was like, I literally can't remember the last time. But now I'm thinking about it. Every like 
Jewish person I know, their stomach is always just like, ah, oh, my stomach's uh, kind of hurting. It's, yeah. I can't eat this. Like Ben Con can't eat anything. He's always on, <laughs> you know, he's like, he's always on the toilet for some reason. And there's just like, I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like the Ashkenazi Jewish diet doesn't Who fit knows? with the American culture, like but a... I'm just so blessed. I don't think about it. Like I don't have any. Like, oh, I don't feel like going out. Do you out. say tummy ache or stomach ache? I would say my stomach hurts because I feel like I'm an adult. Yeah, I but think that would give a girl an ick if you said tummy ache. I have ache. a tummy ache, yeah, yeah, no. But now that I'm married, I can say tummy ache all the time to my wife. Oh, you say you want to be a little well, bit I of got, a... I got a tummy ache. <laughs> I never say I like this. saying my stomach hurts. There are yeah. some turns of phrases that I just, it really, I don't like saying them. Okay. Like pe- when people say my ex, I, that gives me the I cringe at that. Like my ex I, girlfriend, yes, boyfriend. Yes, I don't like when people say my ex. I feel like it's they're just trying to like. Oh, I had I had someone that I dated actually, and there's like a lot of drama there. And don't and ask like, about it. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, you don't need to refer to this person as your ex, like as if this this character that I need to now ask you about. What's the better phrasing then? Oh, this person I used to date. That's exactly the right phrase that I say. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think you're if you say your ex, like you're still like holding on to yes. it in a weird way. Like there's you a weight to that. Full closure, though. So, but I would say though, for people, they should be able to call someone like their ex. For about a couple of years. If you're still getting over it, if you're still like in a mourning period, because I think your brain really needs to know that that is your ex. It has been exed. It is in the past. I guess. I just, it's just such a cringe phrase to me. Oh, yeah. Me and, well, oh, my ex used to take me there. Like, shut. First of all, don't bring them up. Like, I think that's what it is. It's, it's that they're on the tip of your tongue. Did, now, does the ex qualify as the last person you dated or someone that, like, what if it's a person who was, like, your ex, ex, ex? Like, I, I would never use it, but I think people use it, I, I feel like people use it for anyone that they've dated, that they call anyone that they've dated their ex. And I really think it's, like, people do it for clout and, like, status and to make it, like, they're, they, have a, they have a whole web of information that you don't know I about like it all depends on the context of who you're talking to and how many people you're addressing and what the conversation is like you would use my ex in a conversation if i was having a beer with you and maybe like one of your friends that i don't know very well and i'm telling a story i'm like oh hey my ex like blah 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 you but would, if, I, if you there just was like five th- people i'd be like oh this person i dated yada 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 interesting that's how I, I when i hear it. it it just triggers this thing of like oh you're looking for me to ask you more about that and i just don't yeah, well, we don't need to be talking about this, uh-huh. especially if I'm like on a date with someone or like me and my ex. I'm just like, ugh, they're still oh, like they're top of mind up on the date. Not yeah, not even bringing it up, but like maybe I'll ask something about like, oh, how's your like dating life been? And they say my ex, and it's just like there's far, just a weight to it. How far into dating somebody do you ask? So how many people like have you dated in the I past, kn- or have you ever had a serious relationship before? Because sometimes I feel like that's a really big question to ask somebody. I don't think I would ask that. I just go, what's your body count? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I never do that. I do like to go a little, I go maniac mode on first dates sometimes because you got to just like weed out stuff. And I just don't have time to wait three, four dates to find out. So I just go like, where do you stand politically? And like, how is your, that's one of them, which I, you're, you're never, going, you're leading for that right out of the gate, not right out of the gate. But like, if I feel like I might see this person again within the first 30 minutes to an hour, I need to know how they stand politically. Well, don't you already have your political affiliations on your dating profile? Not so necessarily. You, oh, not okay. every, not, yeah. What does yours say? Just like liberal? I don't, I don't probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's only one of them has that. Raya doesn't have that. Okay, but if a girl has said liberal on it, you already know that. No, that's better. But, but, do you, but are you still going to bring the politics yes. up on the date to see how heavy she goes? And it's not even to like judge because I, I also, as you know, am pretty persuasive politically because I really believe I like 
do my research and know the the way that I think about the world, I think is the way most people do think about the world. Uh-huh. But policy and politicians don't necessarily reflect that. And political parties definitely don't reflect that. So I just kind of want to get a sense of like more so how politically aware and engaged they are more so than like whatever. But if someone is super, super different from me, then I'm like, okay, this is going to take some work. Okay, well then, what if uh, what if she just doesn't know that much? That's better. I like even that. better. Yeah. What if she knows more than you? Is I that love even that. better? I would love that because I would Put love you in to, your place. Yeah, or just have like a debate, and I can ask questions like, well, what's like, what would be the policy about? I don't know gun rights on a state by state basis in the federal. Like I don't know, just things that I haven't really explored. And someone who knows more than me, I love to learn. Bring it on. Did you see who's running for Congress uh, or District Thirty? No, Ben Savage. From Boy Meets World. I did see that now that you mentioned it. Running for Congress. I don't know who he's running against, but... Interesting. Are you going to vote in the... uh... Of course. My mail-in ballot has already arrived. So did mine, but the mail like fell out of the mailbox, and all of my mail is soaked in rain right now. Oh, no. It's a little concerning. I was thinking about this. Why aren't letters made with like anti-wet technology? Just laminate it. Yeah, laminate the inside of every letter. How much more... Like it's all my all, I have a week's worth of mail that's ruined because if I don't open the mailbox, it just pops I think through. You need a better mailbox then. I know I do. It's 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 a whole thing. Um, how before you go on a date with this uh, woman of interest, how far do you creep back on her Instagram? Zero. You don't even do it. No, Come I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Even, not even back to see like the past type of guy she dated. Oh, definitely not. Oh. I because I don't think my Instagram is a good reflection of like, I mean, I try to think it is, but I don't think. Especially because, like, you and I are very social media aware. Yeah. Most people, I don't think, think about social media in the same way that you and I do. And they don't look at it as a representation of themselves. And I don't want to take it as that. So, like, sometimes if I see someone's Instagram and it's like, God, I'm sounding such a douchebag. But if it's, like, kind of cringy. Yeah. I don't want to think that I like that person's cringe. Because if you and I, like, saw someone posting this shit, we'd be like, geez. That's kind of cringe, but I know I that would, not everyone thinks about it the see, same way that for we me, do. It's not even like the Instagram like vibe. I would just want to see like what type of person she like dated before. Oh, and you're looking specifically for the ex for the guy to see like can you compete? Did you catch that the ex? Oh, the ex. <laughs> there you go. Or like it was funny, Patricia. She had a bunch of fi- pictures of her with a guy, and it was her friend Drew, and he's like a he's a good looking man. He looks like Anderson Cooper. <laughs> okay. But I think he was like a private for the longest time. I thought that this was her ex, and then I finally got to know her, and I go, oh, he's gay. <laughs> So you're doing it more to see, can you, no, I don't want to know well, any of that. I just think, I think people have types and you just want to see like, would I even be this girl? So I'm just this so is the last person she dated. Like what if, you know. I'm just so dumb, blind, confident that like, I don't think it matters. They could have dated Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm going to come in. I'm going to bring the heat and it's going to be great. Okay. But I, the, the, the tummy ache thing is just. I've just been thinking about it every day. Like, but it, it, but it, is it a bit of a red flag though? If what are we turning into? Just this guys talk about <laughs> girls podcast. You're asking questions. Um, but I do feel like if if a girl's like a tummy ache though, like every week, that's like, like I have read, and this is I know people are gonna not like this, but it also is a symptom of like narcissistic personality disorder yeah. when someone just it's not not necessarily a tummy ache. But I've definitely noticed this in more than one person that I've known that they just always have an ailment that they're complaining about, mm-hmm. whether it's like, oh, my back's hurting today or like, oh, my jaw's just really hurting today or oh, I have such a headache today or my stuff like yes. every day there's some ailment. And it's because 
they're, they need themselves to be the center of attention and they need the sympathy. They need someone else to be caring about them. And so they're presenting you with like ailments that may or may, they may or may not be feeling it, but that is a red flag, I would say. Speaking of topics. tummy aches, I have this on here. When people say that there is a pit in your stomach, when people say, I feel like I have a pit in my stomach, yeah. do you believe that is like a bottomless pit in your stomach or like a peach pit in your stomach? I have never actually thought about what the meaning of that is. I never visualized it. I just think it's like it's like the feeling when you're on a roller coaster and you do the drop. Okay. It's the same thing as if like someone tells you like I have really bad news and you just feel like your stomach just has go, like flipped and turned over. I, I think about it like the roller coaster drop. Like your stomach like sort of goes weightless and it like empties out and it's like but I know the phrase pit in your stomach. I think it's just like that feeling of, oh, shit, something bad is about to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've always viewed it as like a like a pit, like something you didn't mean to swallow, but it's yes. sitting there Yes, There's a, the I, I almost think it's like a, if there was a pit of a watermelon, but it's like the size of your stomach. Like when Watermelons I have pits? They have seeds? Is a pit to I'm, a watermelon, I'm saying the size, the size of a watermelon proportionally. If a watermelon had a pit proportional to like a peach pit. That's the size of a pit that I would envision in the stomach. Yeah. And it's like your whole stomach. Great question. How'd you come up with that? Chat I GPT? saw, I think I saw a TikTok about it. And oh, I was like, that's pretty interesting. I wonder if Mike like has any takes on it. That's a good one. Have you seen the guy who is tracking all the icks that girls have? Uh, no. It's he's basically tracking it. Like what? He's conducting like a research? No, like... it's, it'll be, it'll start with a girl just being like, uh, yeah, if I just see like a guy jumping over a puddle, that gives me the ick. And then it cuts and it's a stitch and then it goes to his notes app and he scrolls all the way down and it's like number 658, guy jumping over a puddle. And you can see the list of all the ones that he's had before. It's like, if he likes you too much, if he doesn't like you enough, if he calls his mom, if he smiles too much, when he laughs, like every single thing that you could do. I just think it's kind of funny that they're at like 600 something now. Oh, Patricia, though, she'll catch me in times like if I'm just like in my underwear, but I'm just like seated really silly. Like like very girly. She'll like even snap a pic. And I'm like, don't what are you doing with that? <laughs> don't share that on You don't want the She audience. also has like her really close friends like group chat on Snapchat story. Okay. And I realize she just does she posts these things making fun of me and I've been very unaware of it. And how I do you feel about that? I I, I I sometimes I tell her I'm like, I really wish you would stop sharing my embarrassing faults to everybody else because if she does something embarrassing i'm not going privately to another audience going can you get a load of this and what was her response when you asked her she was like i'm not gonna share it i'm not gonna share it okay i was like okay 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 we'll be right back after quicker from today's sponsor talk space life can sometimes get you down and it can affect you in a number of ways you know what? It would be helpful if you could talk to a therapist, but if you're not sure how to get started, Talkspace has made it easy to find a therapist that you'll like. It's convenient to meet online, at home, where you're most comfortable. Talkspace has made a huge difference in the lives of so many people. And what I love about Talkspace is how accessible and affordable it is. And you may be a person who thinks seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or, or hey, even afford them. So try Talkspace by doing everything online. Talkspace has made getting the help you want 
easy, accessible, and affordable. Some people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but why wait? You can get a therapist through Talkspace, and therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. But getting started is the important part, and Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. And with Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that is right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and so much more. Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash HH to match with a licensed therapist today go to talkspace.com slash hh to get eighty dollars off your first month and to show your support of the show that is talkspace.com slash hh now back to the episode you know charlie brown classic american character watch anytime he is on uh there's a holiday i put the charlie brown special of the holiday on the Christmas special. There's a Christmas special. There's a Halloween special. There's a Thanksgiving special. There's a fall special. There's not a Hanukkah special. Of course there isn't that. His name is Charles Schultz. <laughs> isn't that? No, Charles Schultz is the CEO of uh, uh, Starbucks, I think. Right? Who invented peanuts? I, I, am I thinking about two different people? Maybe. I'm, I thought his last name was Schultz. Let's see. Peanuts. Ask your ask your question in the meantime. Okay, but Charlie Brown. It's about Charlie Brown. I'm listening specifically, and his head. <laughs> what? what? What is it? Did we both I get go- it wrong? No, no. I googled peanuts inventor, and, and it comes up with George, George Washington, Washington Carver. Carver. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't invent peanuts. He invented peanut butter. But Jesus, that's really good. Okay. Uh, sorry. Comic strip. Charles Schultz. You're right. Charles Schultz. Okay. So hold on. Let's see who is the CEO of Starbucks. What? Why do I think it was some other guy named Schultz? Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. He was the founder, maybe? Okay, different guy. Go ahead. What's your Charlie Brown question? Charlie Brown's... Describe what's on like the top of his head. Uh okay, I'm gonna go from the bottom up. He's got the shirt. It's yes, a, it's a yellow shirt with the black vertical angled stripes. He's bald, but I believe he has one strand of hair that is sort of like in uh, in, in unfinished figure eight. So you okay? But, so you think Charlie Brown's hair is one? He, oh, that's the he only piece one of hair is of that hair. squiggle line. You know, it's not really. One squiggled line. It was originally supposed to represent just the tuft of his hair. The tuft, like, or what? You know, like, so like, the like way a batch he of originally hair? doodled. So over time, it like the that little squiggly line of hair Got was supposed to represent just like the bushel at the end of his of his head of his hair. Okay, and then people started interpreting that as actually the uh, just it's one squiggly line. So much to the point. Where the, the Charlie Brown movie that CGI won, it was just one squiggly hair. Are but there if you any? Go back dr- to the first Peanuts comics. It's really just like a tuft of hair. Let me. Is that is that available for viewing? Like, have you seen it? What are you talking about? Have you seen the original drawing where it? Yes, I actually. Have. 
So you're saying that the drawing hasn't changed over time? It did slowly change over time, but the squiggly line was just supposed to represent, like... But it's only one line. It is one line of hair. Yes, but it's supposed to represent, like, he did have, like, other hair there. I like it's 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 something that has changed over time, but the original artist's intent was that it was not supposed to be interpreted as this one single hair on the top of his head. I like that they have that dirty kid on the show. Uh, Pigpen? I can't remember, but the kid who always has like a cloud of dust around him. Yeah. I feel like that's like pretty good representation because some people, just like kids, just grow up in households that like they just don't have. Yeah, what was his story? Did he not come from like a good home? Like, I, I, no one else like ever invited him over to take a shower or yeah. anything? <laughs> I think it's like a like neglected child. Like it's he's representing neglected children. I think it's good representation, but I feel like you don't see that anymore. Where it's just like a real depressing look at the reality of society. Like everything's so. I also feel like that was like a common thing too in like cartoons where like in in Peanuts you never saw the adults, and anytime they did speak, it was like wah 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 yes. wah wah. Yes. And then I feel like for other cartoons like Ed Ed and Eddie, they cut the parents' heads off. Ed and Eddie, though, the adults never were in the show. That's why some people think that Ed and Eddie is a conspiracy theory that all of them are kids in purgatory. Because <laughs> they all have green tongues. They all represent a different kid of the decade. I That was my favorite show. Ed I was Ed a Eddie. huge Ed and Eddie head. What like, is the first thing that comes to your mind? Butter toast. <laughs> and plank? And plank. I made he a plank. He represents the Great Depression. How so? Because uh, the only toy he has is like a little like plank. And, wow. And then, you know, you have the, the hippie girl from the 60s and you have the greedy guy from like the 30s. I got to do a deep dive. I also loved um, Powerpuff Girls, yes. Johnny Bravo, Ed and Eddie, all those like they were called cartoon cartoons. Hey there. Well, Sugar it was, Mama. It was just pure it, misogyny. It, it, it was just, Mama, what are you doing? Topping recipes? <laughs> Isn't that like a Johnny Bravo? Line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what did Johnny Bravo do? What was his job? Did he, he was a was... lifeguard, I think. He was always surf. He was always on the beach, running with his uh, surfboard. I think he was oh, a lifeguard. Oh, he wasn't like a movie star or anything. I think he wanted to be an actor, and he he fancied himself as a movie star. But I think he was a lifeguard, and that's why he's always on the beach talking to hot mamas. Does he save the day in every episode? Of no, Johnny he always Bravo? he always gets punched in the face by a girl in the end. Like he was just bad at the game, but he was so confident that he just never it never got him down. He was the ultimate, just like original, confident, dumb. Did bro. he ever take off his sunglasses? Oh God, that's such a good. That's like a good trivia night question. Yeah. Did Johnny Bravo ever take off his sunglasses? I don't know, but I loved uh, in. I think the idea also in Tom and Jerry, like if there was ever a person in the show, it would you only see their legs. Yes, and then the top of their heads were cut off. Also, the same in Dexter's Lab, but Dexter's Lab was originally like that, and then they finally showed the parents' heads. Yes, but I think the idea of like peanuts was the parents are because kids just don't like the whole idea of the show is you're escaping into a world where you don't need to worry about what parents are saying. It's like fully immersive for the child to be emerged in the world isn't it true that the guy who was like the composer for peanuts who was it vince vince garaldi yes brilliant brilliant jazz piano he player a massive drunk too probably his I, I love his albums like he has such good albums he's got good collaborations with other jazz artists he's one of the best of all time and then oh the guy who did play charlie brown did die what do you mean the guy like the guy with the voice actor mm -hmm. The, mm. the child they were all oh, children it was oh well i mean this is like in the 60s no mm-hmm Hmm. Mm. Yeah. When you have a kid, are you going to, like, 
my view would be I want them to watch like the things that I watched when I was a kid. Mr. Rogers, Thomas the Tank Engine. Arthur. Arthur. like Mr. Rogers. Dude, that show is – I watch it as an adult and it's unbelievable. I do think it's pretty beautiful, but like I don't even trust the attention span of like a kid in the future. But that's the point. Mr. Rogers put me to sleep as a kid. I mean, it, dude, it's so wholesome. It and really just is. The, the, the truths of life and empathy and just the way that he speaks – I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just. Oh, I'm a playing shame Arthur though all day for sure. Arthur's I love a good one. Arthur. That was that. I would watch that first Did thing. Did you in watch the morning. Wishbone? No, missed that one. What's the story? Wishbone. Missed that one. That was a pretty good show. That made me like learn some like classic American history. It was like drunken history, but for kids. But they just put a dog in it. <laughs> Did you ever watch Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yes, my dad hated that show. That was like one like I had on, and my dad goes, "What the hell is this?" It's insane. It is insane. That show wasn't like for kids. It was for like stoners. Yeah, there was a couple of those like Ren and Stimpy. Uh, oh, Cow and Chicken. Yeah. Oh my God, I loved Cow and Chicken. That Cat was... Dog. Cat Dog was maybe a little bit more. That was yeah, a little more child friendly. Ren and Stimpy was psycho. Cow and Chicken was Rocco's psycho. Modern World. Modern Life. Modern Life. Never really watched that one. No, I didn't either. Okay, what else is on your list? Okay, uh, did you know uh, Lincoln Logs were actually invented by Frank Lloyd Wright? Uh, the, uh, no, no, no not Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright's son. Okay. And he made them out of, in spite of his dad. So, Frank Lloyd Wright and Frank Lloyd Wright Jr. went to Japan to go work on this uh, hotel. And they didn't get along. They got in this big, massive fight with one another. And Frank Lloyd Wright was like, all right, screw you, Dad. He goes back. And the technique of these interlocking beams that they were building the hotel with, he was like, I'm just going to make a miniaturized version of that as, like, little toy beams made out of wood and patent that and then sell them as Lincoln Logs. And he made millions and millions of dollars. Really? Yeah. I just never knew that Lincoln Logs were invented by Frank Lloyd Wright. It makes sense that the the – the DNA and genetics of someone to invent something that's constructive and world building and mm-hmm. like Legos, but more, I don't know. Have you ever been inside a Frank Lloyd Wright house? I maybe, but I wouldn't know. You should go to head. one sometime. Have you tried the vision pro yet? No, I haven't. I, I bought, bopped into the store just to like touch it oh do they have one just on display they have tons on display but you can't put them on and then you have to book an appointment to put to it try on. it on and i, I just see. wanted to touch it to see like does this feel like three thousand dollars thirty five hundred thirty five hundred plus tax bud i don't know i i really want to try it i might go to david's house this week and see if he'll let me try his yeah i just saw david the other night he said yeah come over and try it yeah i really want to try it um it does look kind of cool. They did. I saw they first, they did the advertisement movie theater on a plane. We talked about this at one of the parties over the weekend with Will and Kev. Yeah. That like the idea of having an IMAX movie theater on a flight. And that's literally one of their advertisements was like have a movie theater everywhere. Hopefully it like, charges really well on the flight. But or I guess, the, okay, it only, the battery only lasts an hour and a half. Two hours, you, I think. Two hours. But you can hot swap the battery. Actually, no, you can't. I think. It's a good question. I actually don't know what the battery. Can you like plug that battery into another charger? Yeah, you have to be able to. You have to be able to charge that battery. You probably charge that battery with USB-C. So if you bring another power bank, like another brick, you can plug that brick into the battery and then you get more charge. I just like the. Or uh, it's like a laptop on an airplane. You plug it into the little thing in the seat beneath you. I never trust. uh, Yeah. I mean, I still kind of charge things. I just don't think like that type of device would be able to like get that much power. Yeah. The the biggest problem is those. The, the plugs 
with the damn airplane the plugs. airplane plugs in the middle of the seats they're so like used and worn out they're like so wide that everything just falls out of them <laughs> that's the worst yeah when you use like the big the like brick and it's just, and they're angled kung, downward kung, kung. they're angled downward oh they are yeah so that's why they always fall out so what else is on your mind matt i'm excited vampire weekend is teasing their new album did you see the potential new title uh yes wait it's uh may god oh only my. god is above us that's right did you oh. read the whole backstory and the whole thing on the reddit well i know that the clip that they posted on their instagram is from a f short film or a film that's like filmed around new york city in like the 70s and okay. stuff and then that is like a still from it where there's a newspaper and that's what uh people are believing the acronym that they're teasing on their caption is on the newspaper. Well, right? yes. Is that right? I, I think the newspaper said on it, only God is above us. And yes. that's from some article about, I can't remember, I think it was like an airplane where the roof blew off and someone on the airplane, their quote was, yes. and only God was above us, which is like such a sick visual to think about. I think this album is going to be awesome. I, I, I think so too. And a lot of people, yeah, were like worried about this like Raga inspired stuff, but they did more research. By a lot of people, you mean you? No, it's just people in the subreddit. Okay. The, the fans, it's like the big group of where they're talking about Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And um, apparently though, he really only, like he took some lessons on how to do it and people interpreted that the whole album would be like that. But this sounds a lot like Modern Vampires of the City, which is one I of my I think it's going to be incredible. I'm really excited. Uh, would you go see them if they play live? Of course. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? They're actually playing a few festivals around this summertime. That'll be nice. So I'll definitely be seeing that. Um, what's new with you? What's on your mind? Um, Adam leaves for tour, so I'll have the house to myself for about six weeks. What kind of tour is he doing in North America? He's opening for now Grammy Award winner Leve in Europe. Wow. Yeah. In Europe? Yeah. We should go see him on a show. I think I'm going to skip Coachella, though, this year. I fully support that. Unless we get a brand deal. But I really want to go to South Korea. Instead of Coachella. Mm -hmm. Like that week? Because mm -hmm. everyone's just going to be out of town and you're not going to be missing any parties? No. I, and I will have no FOMO of Coachella because I'll be in South Korea. <laughs> Do you uh, want to go to Japan again first or Korea? Patricia and I, we did talk about that. But I think I'll definitely visit Japan again in the future. But right now, I think we should go venture to the other places. Have a little bit more wanderlust of the world before you know life really kicks in big time. What do you mean by that? Like having kids and stuff. Right. We also need to book our South by Southwest flights. That's right. If anyone's going to be at South by Southwest, let us know. Let us know. Get us on the list. Bring us to the party. Show us what you got to offer, Austin. <laughs> we should make this a TikTok just so we can get more views on it. We should do a South by Southwest podcast. Uh, Jack Coyne is speaking at South by Southwest, too. Oh, about... Uh, I think just about Trackstar and TikTok and social media in general. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. That's I'm excited for South by. Then... We're going to go to a wedding in England, let's just say. Oh, yeah. We should. We, yeah, we, I don't think yeah. We should tell no, yeah, people exactly. whose it is. That'll you be bring cool. a date? That is, it was my goal last year. I didn't hit that goal. I'm going to try and do it again for this I mean, year. Yeah, the cl clock's kind of ticking. Now's I know. the time where, like, you can't just, like, actually, though. Mm. I really wanted to bring a date to your wedding because I had those two in the summer. Missed that, and then yeah, but you were like a groomsman though. Too. No, I know, but it would have been ideal to have someone that would have already been ingrained in the friend group and like know everybody, and then it's a good way to tell if you really if the relationship is going to work out though by taking a big trip together as a couple. I completely agree. It's it's a good, and I'm the fucking best on trips. I know you don't think so because I don't like to wake up super early, but oh. 
when we like go on the plane and stuff, we're I mean, we've traveled a lot together. I think I'm pretty good. No, yeah, no. And I if I'm in like a date mode, I'm even better. Yeah, no, yeah, you're a great traveler. Thank of you. Of course, man. So are you. So are you. Um, cool. Well, hope you guys like the new set. Yes. This is, this is a very exciting new chapter. We are so happy to have you guys here. Make sure to check out all of our other episodes as well and check out Good Influences too. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Toodles. Bye. Yep.